Hey guys, what's up? School of Hard Knocks. We got episode 25. We're a quarter in. Coach Rod here. Coach Max, what's up? Hope everyone's doing well, guys. So, uh, just gonna just gonna freestyle today, dude. We kind of <laughs> threw around some topics and stuff like that, but I think the talk's gonna be great, dude. Oh, uh, sure. You know what I mean? And uh, how's your week been, bro? It's been good, man. Got some training in on the weekend, kind of leading into the week. Oh yeah, those are um, those are good. Yeah, pretty good. Work's been steady. Um, body's feeling good, man. How about you? That's what it's about, dude. Yeah, man. Uh, I think that's one of the first comments I made when I walked in the room right now is <laughs> I had probably one of my better training sessions yesterday, man, and uh, things just like, they felt good, but it was also one of the first days in a while, Max, too, bro, that I kind of was like, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do everything I need to do before before I start my actual training program session that I know I have to because I have a lot of time today. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to do a good mechanical warm-up before I even start. And I'm going to nice. foam roll and I'm going to do this and I'm going to I'm going to activate, I'm going to prime certain things that I know I need to do, things that y'all taught me like at Rossi and stuff like that. It took my time, dude, <laughs> maybe about 20, 30 minutes of all that prep work, prehab work that I have to do, yeah. make sure everything was good and things flowed badass, dude. That's so great, man. Yeah, man. It's just like, like, yeah, we know, dude, sometimes we're pressed for time, but still, dude, we need to make it the best that we can, man, as far as doing all those little things that kind of add up into those great sessions that we have, you know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah. Yeah, man, but everything's been, everything's been good, bro. The gym's been banging, dude. The gym was full, dude. Uh, it, it's been full. People have been throwing it down, dude. I see a lot of new faces in the gym, bro. It's December yeah. right now, man. And, yes, man, already. Tra I mean, traditionally, in most gyms, you kind of have a drop-off this month, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. uh, people start getting extremely busy with families and stuff like that, and I feel like it's been the opposite, bro. Yeah. And I and and I've heard it from other gyms as well too. That's good. So that's good, man. Well, I as think, a whole, yeah, people are just maybe starting to realize, like, hey, man, like you can work out all the way through or until the day of a holiday. You yeah. Don't necessarily have to back off much, but I think people are starting to see like the the uh, the importance of. Of health, bro. yeah, man. You know what I'm saying? Because of this past pandemic and all that shit, you know. So people yeah, are bro. like, "Fuck that! I'm gonna keep working out." Hell so, yeah, man. Um, I'm excited, man. So we're also coming off like your birthday, man. Yeah, dude. <laughs> so what's up? How'd that go? It was great, man. Uh, so for those that are li listen, guys, I turned 36 years old this past Sunday, man, December the fifth, and it was, uh, yeah, dude, it was. Like, I don't really get excited, dude, for myself for, like, when my birthday comes up or whatever. It's kind of just, like, one of those days where, like, I know the team and the gym is going to hype it up for me, dude. You know what I mean? So, like, I vibe off for that a lot, you know? And then uh, all the happy birthdays and the wishes and stuff like that, the tags on Instagram, dude, and all the memories and stuff like that. And Cassie always just goes out of her way for things like that, man, you know? So... Um, cool. dude, it started off with some fishing Saturday, um, and like, that's probably my favorite thing to do outside of the gym, dude, outside of hanging out with you all and the family and stuff like that is fishing, dude. I mean, any nice. little chance that I get, bro, you go out there, yeah, right? I go out pops? there, go out there with my pops, man. I go out there with a couple buddies of mine, Chewy from Black Line Charters, and we, uh, 
we do a lot of weight fit fishing where we get in the water, you know what I mean, and we uh, walk and we fish and hunting. Artificial lures, man. Yeah, yeah, man. That's the thing too, dude. It's not like we don't throw bait and just wait for the fish to come. Like we're throwing lures and we have to walk and we got to study the water and the tides and. But it, like the awesome thing about weight fishing, Max, too, bro, is that there's moments, dude, where, like, I think it gives me a little bit of down downtime, reflection time, too, dude, because there's some points where like. These other guys are like 100 yards away from you, dude. So it's just you in the water, bro. Waist deep, knee deep, whatever it is. And it's just you, bro. Like, it's you, the water, dude. And it's, Quiet. it's just peace, man. Yeah. Like, it's downtime, bro. You know what I mean? There's no, there's no disruptions. There's no outside noise, bro. You hear the water. You hear the waves. You hear the wind. You hear the birds, the seagulls, and stuff like that. Some natural stuff. And, uh, and yeah, I mean, I'm... I mean, our bays down here, dude, the lower Laguna Madre, dude, is just, it's beautiful, bro. Um, you know what I mean? So, yeah, man, it started off with that, dude. Cassie allowed me to go all day, bro. Uh, <laughs> so, thank you, babe, for that. Uh, we had an excellent day, dude. We caught a bunch of fish, bro. Uh, and then a Sunday, threw down some steaks and stuff like that. My mom's house, we got the family together, the grandkids, dope. primos and primas. And cool, the, the sisters were there, dude. And, yeah, man, so... I woke up, dude, it's a funny story. I woke up Sunday morning, dude, right? And I always like to start my birthday off with a workout, right? Mm -hmm. So I woke up and first thing I'm going to do, I was like, well, I'm going to go to the gym real quick, go get something in, nothing planned, but just get a good sweat because I know it's probably going to be a day filled with like eating and stuff, you know, <laughs> which is okay, you know? Yeah, so yeah. woke up and I was like, hey, babe, I'm going to go to the gym real quick. She's like, no, you can't. Uh, I have a surprise for you. We're going to go have brunch at Terra's at 12 or whatever time it was. And I was like, shit dude <laughs> so like I wasn't gonna have time to come to the gym oh so I was uh yeah so I was trimming my beard in the restroom and then I was like yeah in the restroom right and I was like you know what dude like there's no excuse for me not to get something in so I, I put my freaking razor down dude busted out a hundred <laughs> air squats hundred push-ups <laughs> and then I did 36 burpees dude nice for my age man so and I just pushed as hard as I could through it, dude. Wow. So, yeah, man. So, I at least wanted to get my heart rate up a bit, dude. Sweat a little bit before I did. I did, bro. Uh, so, I think I knocked out the 100 air squats unbroken, too, bro. No wow. no warm-up or anything like that. Straight uh, into it. Went right into it, man. So, nah, bro. But other than that, man, it was, uh, it was a great day, bro. It was a great day, man. I still got my workout in, too, <laughs> even though it was that short. Even though it was totally in the restroom and stuff. But, <laughs> yeah, man. It was great, bro. Um yeah, man, it was just like the weekend was full of just joy, bro, and good vibes, and it's the way it should be, man, for yeah, his birthday, you know? I saw this cool little clip, I guess, when they were saying, like, happy birthday to you, and you had all your little, like, little kids around you. Oh, yeah, dude. Dude, you had the biggest smile on your face, yeah, bro, bro, that I've ever seen, bro, <laughs> and your eyes were just fucking lit up, boom, and I was like, oh, man, that's priceless right there, bro, like, that's what Rodney wants, right? Yeah, there. man. Yeah, like, that's, when he says you can't get me anything... That's what you. That's what he wants. That's like, it, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's no, like, materialistic item that can ever replace that. Nothing, bro. So ever, man. You're that's right, cool, dude. Man. Dude, is there anything that, uh, like, do you have any birthday rituals that you do? Is there like, like, is it is it the same every year for you, or is there like mm. things that you like to do specifically that are on your birthday, or like <laughs> a certain cake or whatever it is, dude? You know? Oh, uh, for sure. So cake gonna be mustachon yeah, all the right, time. Right. 
uh, or like a chocolate cake with white icing. I don't know why. With white icing it's on weird. it. weird, yeah, but it's it fucking good. good. Um, those two got to be in the day, and then we'll wad. You got to yeah. work out, yeah. Definitely and I'll do fun. something kind of like brutal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, beat myself up a bit. And then uh, that's pretty much, yeah, those two things. Man. Yeah, because yeah. you know the food's going to be going <laughs> down that day, bro. Yeah, yeah man. But yeah, right. Like, as I get older, like, I don't really, like, I have what I want. And yeah. I have what I need, bro. Like, I don't really ask for much more. Like, as I get older, I just want, like, time with certain people. You time, know? bro. And, yeah, just chill and not really down to wake up hungover anymore yeah man. yeah you know what i'm saying unless the, sure. unless the situation <laughs> is correct you yeah. know but it's more like just chilling now just kind of like you know hanging out working out eating good food i think that's age bro i think that's right. age man and the more you uh the more you the more you become more con more conscious dude i think of like how valuable time is bro and time with people that you want to be around, dude. Yeah. Like, you can't take that back, bro. You know what I mean? Um, Never, bro. And, and it's, uh, I mean, I'm sure you think about this every day, bro. Obviously, you know what I mean? And it's, uh, it's, it's a crucial thing that I think everyone needs to be aware of, dude. You know what I mean? It's time, bro. Like, you know what I mean? It's the most valuable thing that we have, dude. You know what I mean? Because we don't know when it's going to end, dude. It could end tomorrow. It could end an hour from now. You know what I mean? So, For sure. Um, yeah, man, it's yeah. cool, bro. <laughs> Watch this, dude. So, want to ask you a question real quick, Max? What are some of the things, bro? And this kind of leads into like one of the, one of the topics that I wanted to talk about today is uh, is what like what things do you fight with yourself about, dude? That you know that you want to do, but you force yourself not to do them because you get more benefit by not doing those things. You know what I mean? And some examples could be like, and I mean, I, I gave you one, like, and it's not in reference to me or anyone, but it's just like, hey, like you get to the house, you're trying to drop some weight and there's beer in the fridge and the easiest thing is to go and pop the top on that beer and drink some beers. But is that going to work with you or against you at that point? You know? Yeah. So give me some <laughs> examples, man, for yourself. Wow. Bro. This is a crazy question, dude, because... Like, I recently have been having this, this battle with, um, like, a little bit of the, the breads and baked goods, right? Yeah. Because they've been in, in the house, like, over the holidays, over the months, like, December's here. Yeah. Patients bring me things. Uh, my dad hooks me up with stuff. Like, there's all this, these sweets and things around. Mm -hmm. And like you said, like, it's very easy for me just to go grab one of them sweets and have a mouth orgy, bro, real quick. Yeah. Like, ah, right? Get the rush of the sugar, feel good, and then there I am again. Boom, another one. Yeah. And another one, right? And then before you know it, I'm like, I feel bad. And I'm like, man, I told myself I wasn't going to eat these anymore, and I'm eating these things, yeah. right? So then I start having this, this mental battle in my head, and I start to feel bad and all this shit, right? So then what I've done, right, is... No, fucking hide that shit. Bro. Yeah. Hide <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> or throw that shit away. Yeah, dude. Out of sight, out of mind. Yeah. And it helps me out so much, bro. So, like, I'll... Instead of opening up my pantry and seeing it there, and, like, it tempting me, now I don't even see it there. No. So, like, I'm good. So, that's one way that I kind of, like, 
was able to kind of help myself in those moments. So yeah, like, man. I know that I'm not supposed to be eating these things, but sometimes I still eat them, right? Yeah. And we all have our little vices, bro, right? But you, it's kind of like an integrity thing. Like you say you're not gonna do it, and then you fucking do it, and you're like, damn. Yeah, man. Right, so I've been kind of battling with that throughout this month, bro. And it's funny that you mentioned that because that's kind of that's kind of what the, what the question was, right? Like, yeah. is there some like what's holding you back? And it's like seeing the things that are tempting and 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 then being right in front of me. Yeah. So you gotta take that shit away, bro. Hide that shit. Out of sight, <laughs> out of mind, man. Out of sight, out of mind. I got that from uh, Coach Marisa when I used to work with her across at Brownsville. Yeah. It's the saying that her dad would say. It stuck with me, man. And I like that. It really dude. works, bro. Like, yeah, man. I so, think so, too, bro. Yeah, it's kind of like the thing with the beer. Like, if you know the beer's going to be in the fridge when you open it, like, put the beer, like, on the bottom shelf or something. Or you can't... You just don't have alcohol in the house, dude. That way you're not even... That's you know? another thing. Because yeah. then you have to make the decision daily, bro. Yeah. That's tough. Than making it just once. Yeah, it's true, man. Oh, man. Yeah, and I you think that's... That. Yeah, man, I think that's how, like, if you get into, like... I mean, the psychology of addiction and stuff like that, dude. Like, that's how it kind of builds you. And it's kind of a snowball effect. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, it just becomes like a chemical imbalance in the brain, dude. And it's just, like, it goes wild for some, dude. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, of course, man, addiction is going to it's gonna vary from person to person, dude. You know what I mean? Some people are in great control of those things. And some aren't, dude, you know, I mean, unfortunately, bro. Yeah. And, I mean, addiction could be to anything, dude. I'm just not saying drugs or whatever it is or alcohol. It could be to anything, pornography or whatever it is, you know what I mean? <laughs> Your dude? phone. Yeah, stuff like that, bro, you know what I mean? Do, like, yeah. things like that, you know? Um, and that's one that I want to bring up right now, dude, is... So, like... So, mine, dude, right? There's two that kind of stand out uh, more so recently and stuff like that, right? Um... For example, yesterday I brought up that I had one of the best training sessions that I've had in a long time, dude, right? Mm-hmm. And most of them have been good, bro, but this one stood out a little bit more, dude, right? And one for me, dude, is injection of caffeine before I work out. You know what I mean? And I was in a rush to get to the gym yesterday because I wanted to start already, dude. And most of the time, like, what's in my head before I go train is I need some caffeine before I go. Whether it's a black coffee or whatever it may be, you know what I mean? And, but I don't like that I have to drink caffeine in order to train. Like, you don't need caffeine to train. You don't. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like a ritual almost. It's a little bit okay. Yes. Okay. So, um, little by little, I've been forcing myself not to drink caffeine before I work out. You know what I mean? And at the end of the sessions, I usually feel fucking great, dude. And I'm like, I forget about it, bro. Like, I forget that I even did or not, that I needed it or not. The session goes through. I feel good. The push was the same and stuff like that, you know? So it makes me think, like, it's obviously not a placebo effect because it's well-researched and stuff like that. Caffeine does give you some type of stimulus, of course. But do I need it every time? No, I don't. You know what I mean? And I just have to get myself out of those comfortable thoughts and stuff like that where it's like, okay, well, I have caffeine, so now I'm ready ready to train. Well, I'm not always going to have caffeine in every instant where I have to perform or train or do whatever it is. So yesterday, I just forgot to take caffeine or whatever it was. And I got done and I was like, oh, fuck. I didn't even take caffeine. You know what I mean? Yeah, dude. Stuff like that. So I've been trying not to eliminate caffeine from my lifestyle or whatever it is because that's not what it's about, dude, you know? Yeah. But uh, I've just been trying not to rely so much on having caffeine before I train 
just to think that I'm going to have a good workout yeah, because kinda, of that. You know, it's kind of like the pre-workout thing. Yeah, and you scoop, mm-hmm. and you scoop two mm-hmm. scoops. Yeah, it's like, dude. do you really? But man, that's crazy, man. So I see what you're saying about pathways, like in the brain, like you had already kind of set this ritual where, hey, man, I'm going to drink this coffee on my badass training session. Yeah, like, this is what I do. So your brain was just kind of going through that path. Yeah, and it's more of my thought, you yeah. know what I mean? And then that day you just fucking forgot and you ended up having a great session and then you realized after that, like, oh shit, I didn't drink my coffee. Yeah, bro. Now let me ask you this. Did you get it after? No, dude. <laughs> no, you no, man. Out. No, bro, I wow, didn't, dude. You that's know what cool, I mean? That's cool. No, man, and I, uh, yeah, dude, and it was just one of those things where I got done, you know what I mean? I was like, oh shit. Good. Yeah, I didn't take caffeine, you know what I mean? The workout was fine and stuff like that. Uh, and this is where... I'm going to kind of take a little segue here, dude, too, but uh, I did get a chance to warm up very well. I took my time. I did all the things that I'm supposed to, all the things that we preach to the classes, kind of what we set up in the warm-ups and stuff like that, you know? After after you start to sweat, dude, you elevate your heart rate and stuff like that, endorphins start to rush, dude. Yeah. I don't think you need to. It's just a startup, bro, you know I mean? The fact that I warmed up very good, dude. I felt fine at that point, dude, you know what I mean? So, like, it takes me back to thinking, like, hey, this is how crucial, this is why we implemented things that we do into the warm-ups and kind of the prehab work that we do and stuff, you know? So, and and then second one, man, it kind of goes along the lines uh, with, like, the phone usage and stuff like that, dude, too, you know what I mean? Like, I catch myself on my phone sometimes and I'm like, dude, get off your phone, dude, you've been on it for, like, a while. So I've been forcing myself to leave the phone in certain areas of the house too, throughout like times when I'm at the at the house with the family or whatever good, it is. Yeah. Or if I'm sitting down on the couch, I'll like kind of put the phone in the room or I'll leave it charging or whatever it is. Whereas before, like it had to be here, you know what I mean? Uh, because of the gym or because of Instagram with a post that I put and I'm trying to do this and that. Now it's kind of like, dude, if an hour goes by, it's okay. Like you're at home, family's there. If it was an emergency call that you need, needed, well, you're there at home with them, you know what I mean? So you don't have to be checking the phone as much, you know? So it's letting go of the phone even when I'm like, shit, bro, it's there, you know what I mean? Dude, it's fine. Everything's going to be okay, yeah, you know? Sometimes I catch myself, like, grabbing the phone randomly yeah. to check it when I just checked it, like, 15 minutes ago. Yeah. You know, and it's like, God, why? Yeah. <laughs> Help me. <laughs> so it's more of an awareness thing, man, and you're right, like, it's like, is time really going by fast or we're just looking down for too long? Yeah. You know what I mean? And like time's just flying by because I'm too stimulated down here. Exactly, bro. So it's like, man, put that shit away. So when I go on trips, like I, I don't have my phone like most of the time. Good, I'll bro. have it for like a day or two, but like I don't have it. So if I get lost, I'm screwed. Won't be able to find Max here. You won't find me, bro. I'll yeah. find you. But um, it's a good feeling though when you disconnect. Um, I try to do that here sometimes and when I'm here at home, man, but it's, it's kind of difficult, you know, but there's, there's, you know, days where I'll just put my phone in the room, like you say, and just leave it there for a couple hours. Yeah, man. Cut the grass, do some shit, come back and just to find out that no one's even texted me. Right. <laughs> oh, I'm shit. like, oh, cool. I'm like, I don't need my fucking phone. Like, all the time, you know? Yeah, bro, it's so. true, man. I think that's a pretty big piece, bro, especially with a lot of the younger kids that I see right now, dude, you know, it's. Like, uh, and this is just me, me, bro, like this. And like, I mean, if some of y'all lis- listening do this, I mean, it's absolutely fine. But this is just one of my things that I feel kind of like a pet peeve that I have, bro. 
like when I go to HEB, right? And I see, and even in the gym, dude, like it's just weird, bro, right? Like I hate earphones. I hate AirPods. I hate any, oh, yeah, yeah. anything where if I'm in a crowd in a room or out where there's people, I don't like to have things in my ear where I'm not aware of conscious or able to hear, you know? And when I go to HEB sometimes when I see like kids or even adults with like Air, AirPods on or earphones or whatever it is, I forgot what the fuck they're called, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, like I'm just like, fuck bro, like <laughs> that disconnected. And, and maybe some people just want their peace of mind when they go shop or whatever. But yeah. it, it's just me, bro, you yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, 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 no, for sure. And even in the gym, dude, like the, like the gyms where I grew up and where, where I started off and stuff, you know what I mean? Like, like no one wore fucking earphones, bro, you know what I mean? Like no one had AirPods in and stuff like that. Like I think the gym is an environment, at least here, dude, where... You go to the gym, dude, you go to relate, you go to show your vulnerability in some way, you go to make yourself fucking better, yeah. converse, especially in a gym where you know you're doing a class, dude, you know what I mean, or where you're in a group of people where you have to interact with and stuff like that, so yeah, man, it's just one of those things that, like, the more I see it, the more I'm like, man, that's odd, bro, you know what I mean, <laughs> but that's just me, dude, you know? Nah, it's all good, I mean, now that they have those cordless earphones now and stuff, yeah. man, like... Yeah, you're, a lot of kids are using those. Real popular nowadays. Yeah, you know. Um, so kind of like going into like just left field now, right? Into some training stuff, bro. What do you think of like accessory work? I'm seeing a lot of people in the strong room now, man. It's yeah. Pretty cool. What do you think of that? I love it, dude. And I think it's uh, like I think it's one of the forgotten things, bro, that people get into. You know, I mean, like once they start, like training programs and stuff like that um I, I feel like there's a heavy emphasis dude on what i call the sexy stuff right so <laughs> like everyone loves the power clean everyone loves the snatch everyone loves the bench press everyone loves the squat and deadlift and stuff like that but what about all the other little things the non-sexy things that kind of support those lifts you, you know i mean the muscle groups and stuff like yeah. that the stabilizers uh your core Everything in the posterior chain, whatever it may be, you you know that you do. But I absolutely do love accessory work, bro. <laughs> and um, whether it's in the training program that I have have or not, and it is luckily, uh, I'll do a little bit extra on where I feel that I need it. You know what I mean? Um, but I yeah. feel like, especially with a lot of beginners and stuff like that, Max. At least from what I've seen, man, in my experiences, like so, just like I said. Everyone wants to chase like these sexy lifts, the big numbers and stuff like that, right? Mm -hmm. And they might see some good gains. Just like we said, there's a lot of neurological gains that you get when you first start off and kind of the body starts to learn itself. The central nervous system knows how to conduct itself in the right way and kind of format things. And then you get a little muscle gain, you get a little bit of strength from those things. But then there's a point where it's like, bam, it stops, right? Yeah. And if you haven't been doing accessory work, I feel like that might be the missing link for some pe people. Do you know what I mean? Man, that's crazy how you just said that because I had a conversation this morning with Coach Anna mm -hmm. and she was telling me that ever since she started to implement more accessory work that her lifts went up. Yeah, she, she went up like 30 pounds like on yeah. a bench press or something. I was like, wow, yeah. super girl over here, mm -hmm. super woman. Um, and then like her back squat went up and she had been at a plateau yeah. for some time. And the accessory work that she was doing was just simple, non-sexy stuff, but you do it after you train, yeah. right? So, it's pretty cool. Like, I think, like you said, like, the non-sexy stuff makes 
the sexy stuff sexy or sexier <laughs> if that's even a word right but like like an example like okay like let's just say we did pressing mm-hmm. bunch of strict press um, as our weightlifting and then we did like maybe four or five sets of eight reps and then in the workout we had more push press or like dumbbell stuff right yeah what would you do for accessory work after a segment like that would you do more pressing or would you go more towards like a pull I would do more of a more of a pull dude right and we're talking like except like accessory work right so if we're doing an overhead press or push press or uh, strict press or whatever it may be right so obviously the deltoids the I mean the triceps and stuff like that have already been stressed a bit you know I mean as a whole you know the bigger muscle groups you know uh, I would like to do some of the muscles that kind of stabilize and support that movement so like the lats and stuff like that so more of a vertical pull whether it's a lat pull down close grip wide grip whatever it may be some form of pull up is fine if you got those you know uh, but then you could also throw in some stuff like try some maybe some tricep work too you know what I mean uh, triceps are involved whenever you press whether it's overhead or horizontal presses or whatever it may be you know what I mean so I just wouldn't throw in more like arm presses and I wouldn't go throw in dumbbell press press and military press and stuff like that you know so now it's time to kind of target the muscle groups that make that press stronger as a whole you know what I mean so which is the scapular muscles yeah baby. so like when you're raising your arms above your head, I think it's what, like after like 60, could be wrong, but like 60 or 70 degrees of, of flexion of the arm, like the scapula starts to go into upward rotation. Yeah. And so you need the complex of the scapula and the arm to be able to, to press overhead, right? That's yeah. why like rows, um, reverse flies, um, single arm dumbbell row, um, bent over rows, the T-bar that we just got in the in the strong room. Yeah, man. man, that thing is a back gainer. I love that thing. Man, if you're not using that thing, team, like, get up on that. Listeners, like, if you're not using T-bar, like, use the T-bar mm-hmm. and, like, mess with the different grips that are on it because yeah. they're going to challenge the angle. I like the one that's not totally straight, but the one that's kind of, like, like at an angle, like like a, like a like an A. Like, yeah, it's kind of like that little lever, it's- like a diagonal decline and it's more of a closed grip more closed yeah. grip but it also kind of mimics that kind of rotation of the push-up exactly so yep fucking pull so that's pretty good man okay cool so it's out of a superset right now dude close grip rows on the t-bar and push-ups bro oh shit that's good push pull dude. push pull there you go team some accessory now accessory doesn't always have to be concentric no right what is concentric that means contracting the muscle it can be Isometric meaning it could be like like a plank hold, right? Like you can be in a tall plank with like a half cat, like a cat pose almost, right? Kind of the rounding of the back, tall plank, and that's already scapular stabilization right there. Yeah. And then you use them in the warm ups for uh, the RKC planks. Yeah. That's an accessory piece right there. Um, cat camel is an accessory piece, right? So you have all these little things that, that you can utilize. It always doesn't have to be like huff and puff. Exactly. Right? Okay, so an example, like if you had like a pulling day, like let's just say you did, we did like four sets of five on dead, so like at 85%, and then we had a workout that was like 21.59, more deadlift and 
Henry Lee's push-up with a run, right? What kind of accessory work would you go in after a workout like that? Well, if, if we're looking at the... So the big compound movement, there's a deadlift, you know? I mean, a lot of, a lot of pulling, a lot of hip hinging and stuff like that, dude. I would definitely say that anything that's going to isolate a little bit more of the hamstrings, the adductors and stuff like that, the erectors themselves would be good. So like that back extension machine that we have, the 45-degree angle one, the yes. row one that's next to the T-bar row, I love that machine, dude. And as, especially because of the ease of it, you know what I mean? And it's not as intense as like setting up in a GHD, you know what I mean? Because of the angle yeah. of the movement, you know? But if you really want to get those erectors on, dude, and really get some blood flow going through them and stuff like that, you could set yourself up in a position where you're doing not a hip extension, but a back extension on, on there too, Ooh. you know? Um, like, and then going back to the ISO stuff right now, man, too, bro, it was interesting you brought, brought that up because you could also do ISO work for the erectors, for the glutes, the hamstrings, and all that yeah. stuff, right? So what I started doing too, dude, is I'll actually do a lot of my shoulder prep stuff that I do in that 45 degree angle hold. Oh, nice. So I'm getting the hamstrings, the glutes, the erectors and stuff like that. They're on with that isometric hold at a 45 degree angle, okay? But I'm doing like my, my eyes, Y's and T's and stuff like that with like 2.5s or whatever it is, you know? Nice. But for like deads and stuff like that, man, I would say like, let's just say I did deads the way you kind of way you kind of went through the example and stuff like that with a quick wad that had dead deads in it too. So obviously I'm not going to go in the strong room. I'm not going to do, all right, let's do more deads. I'm not going to do anything as far as a big complex compound movement like that, but I'll do maybe some banded leg curls at that point, some single leg RDLs at that point. You know what I mean? Uh, maybe some things for the erectors, like I said, on that back extension machine, you know, there's a lot of uh, upper back, kind of stability that comes into play with the lats and the scaps and the rhomboids and all that good stuff when it comes nice. into deads too, you know? So, yeah, yeah. Uh, supporting mu muscle groups, man. That's good. Now, that little machine there, the one that's next to the GHD, like, some people probably looking at that thing and they're like, what is this, yeah. right? So you mentioned that you can, you can do back extension and hip extension off that. Yeah. Now, team, those are two completely different things. Yeah. Coach, what are the differences between the two? Okay, so it's pretty much comes down to, man, where the setting of the pad that you have. So the one that we're referring to, guys, it's not a GHC machine. It's a 45 degree. And it's uh, the name of the machine, just tradition. It's called the back extension machine. You know what I mean? But there is a huge difference between your hip extension and back extension machine. And it's pretty much where you align the padding of the machine in order to create either a hip extension movement, which is going to place more stress on your glutes and hamstrings, rather than the erectors of the back at that point, you know what I mean? So, uh, and it could be performed on the GHD as well too, but it, it kind of follows the same rule, you know what I mean? Except you're not at that 45 degree angle, you're parallel to the ground now, uh, which I think is a little bit harder, you know it's what I mean? definitely a little tougher, man. Yeah. Yeah, they would demo that at the CrossFit Level 1 seminar. Yeah. And uh, they would show you kind of where to set it, you know, on the hip extension. It's going to be like almost um, kind of right into the hip. Yeah, like right below the hip crease almost, where you can no. kind of bend your hip over it. And then when you do the back extension, it's like a little bit raised up above it. Yeah, because you're actually folding the spine and then extending the spine yep. through the spine. So back extension, right? Exactly. So hip extensions through. A hip, right? So, man, those are great explanations, bro. So, like, 
Man, what other machines we got in there, bro? Um, got the lap, dude. One of my favorite pieces that we got in there, bro. Lap pull down, dude. That, that is a and big the combo rope. Right yeah, man. That thing is, like, I love that piece, dude, because the versatility on it. You know what I mean? So you have the low rope part on it. You know what I mean? So that T-bar rope, you got the cable rope that you can use. You know what I mean? Which I think is huge. And you can sit down, or you can do them standing, like in a quarter squat or whatever it may be. Which Variations. I think is a whole, yeah. You know. But other things that we got in there, man, we have those cool freaking sore necks, hamstring sliders. Yeah, great. You know, we got those. You um, mentioned hamstring curls. You can do those in a bridge position and then bring the heels towards the butt in a bridge position. That would be good for hamstring curl. And then you can even do like adductor slides on that. You know what I mean? Holding yeah, onto the rig. I'd recommend first <laughs> is if you go without the rig, man, you might end up in a yeah, side dude. split. Yeah, those are rough. Those are hard. <laughs> Or reverse lunge on it too. Huh. Yeah, man, we got so much stuff back there, and accessory work is such an important piece that um, sometimes just gets a little neglected. But I'm yeah. glad to see that it's starting to be utilized a it's little more. Used, man. Yeah, and it's it's good, man. And balances out the body. Yeah, man, I think so, bro. You know, I mean, yeah, just like I said, you could have, um, and I mean, we might miss things throughout the week, bro, you know what I mean, that's understandable, dude, you know what I mean, program based off of what we have and things that we try to create as much balance as we can, you know what I mean, and there's little, there, there's little holes that I know we have, you know what I mean, we try to plug those holes when we reflect and we look back and we say, shit, dude, you know what I mean, like, we've been doing all this, maybe, like, vertical pressing, well, maybe we need to add, like, a horizontal press now or whatever yeah. it is, you know, to kind of balance things out and more back work in relation to just pressing all the time, you know, mm -hmm. and I wanted to ask you, Max, so, so the reason, so the whole story behind the strong room, bro, right, was to give an amenity because we don't sell open gym memberships here. Uh, so uh, someone can join the gym and just say, hey, I'm just going to use a strong room and we'll pay a $50 a month rate or whatever it is, you know what I mean? So we just don't do that here. We have the strong room there as more of like, hey, if you become a member of the gym as a whole, you get the badass fucking instruction that you get, but you also have the strong room, Bob's strong room that you could use now, you know what I mean? And it's an amenity that I think we offer to them, you know? So it's good, man. It's great. I, I wanted to ask you, man, um, how would you, so let's just say you get a member from HK, right? They go up to you and they ask you, and I'm sure they already have, man. They say, hey, Max, um, what accessories should I do? How many sets, how many exercises, how many reps per set should I do? What would be your general recommendation? Let's just say... For any larger muscle group or any larger compound complex movement, so like squat, bench press, overhead press, your deadlift, whatever it may be, how would you set up like an accessory plan? Not specifics on exercises and stuff like that, but more of like number of exercises, you know what I mean? And then sets and reps. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, so then let's just say we're working on a specific movement there. Let's just say like the back squat. Right, so then accessory, I would probably prescribe four to six exercises on the side as accessory, and then I would keep those four to six um, in a combination of like maybe eccentric and concentric work, right? Just depends on what I'm dealing with. Um, but then the sets and reps, I'd probably keep it around four to five, nah, three to four sets of eight to 12 reps. Love it. Man. I'd stick. I'd stick to in there, Good and if I it, yeah, because I'm going if I'm going six exercises, then I'll go three to four sets, eight to twelve reps. But if I'm going like three to four exercises, 
then I'll probably kick it up to like four to five sets of eight yeah. only. Depending on who I'm working with, right? Yeah, man. Maybe take them to ten. But that's right. And then the reason why I'm sticking in between those sets and reps is because I'm looking at the total volume that's going to be prescribed within that. So I'm not going to give them a whole bunch of shit if they've already done a whole bunch of shit. So exactly. accessory work's done for quality, right? It's not an excess. It's quality work that's done at a slow tempo where you can really correct the mechanics if you needed to. Yeah, you man. Know? So, I love um, that, dude. Yeah, dude. Response, bro. Yeah, those are, those, that, that would be mine. Uh, and is it heavy weight that you prescribe? Or is no, it... I'm probably going to do accessory work with bands, my body weight, or maybe up to like 15, 20 pounds if it's for the shoulders. And if it's for lower body, maybe 50 to 70 pounds cool, for man. lower body. Yeah, man, it's not heavy, bro. Info, bro. Yeah. Not heavy at all because, again, it's just quality work. Um, and then to make it challenging, you just slow it down. Yeah, man. Yeah, John, <laughs> and love it that, gets dude. fucking hard. <laughs> yeah, man. I... Uh, Dude, I'm a I'm a huge fan, dude, and I think the the more we get into the field, the more we we work with clients and things like that, dude, the more and more I get into the into the thought of like, all right, let's let's and like we've we've dude, I think I've mentioned this in the past, and I, I kind of throw this cue out to the class all the time. I told them, guys, you need to make the mind muscle connection, dude. You need to feel the muscle work. You know what I mean? And I feel a lot of the times. Accessory work, people think, oh, you got to do 15 to 20 reps, maybe at certain points, maybe. but you mentioned temp tempo right now, eccentric, concentric flows and stuff like that, right? I could make something 20 pounds less feel just as hard as the heavier weight that you had if we had a tempo count to it. For sure. And if we keep like time under tension and stuff like that, which oh, is yeah. huge, you know what I mean? I feel like a lot of people, let's just say we're doing a bicep curl, dude, right? And the dumbbell's in the hanging position here, right? If you're extending the elbow all the way through, what's contracting is your tricep. Mm -hmm. So you have to break that degree of flexion First. before you get the bicep on at that point. But if I start you in a little bit more and let's keep it within that range where there's constant time and attention on the bicep, I promise you, dude, yeah, man. you're going to feel that burn very soon, very quick, very quickly, quick, you know what I mean? Very quick. So, and that's one thing that, especially my PT clients where I'm able to focus on those things a little bit more, man, we'll talk about that time and attention. Hey, don't extend all the way down, still full range of motion and stuff like that, but let's get it to that point where it's on the whole time, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, um, yeah, man, I fucking love accessory work, bro. <laughs> I, I, I love just, it, man. And me too. You just took me back to like this old school ass bicep exercise where you get like a, the curl bar. This mm -hmm. is the like yeah the, the, the easy bar. Yeah, the easy yeah. bar with like I don't know twenties or some shit. And then you do the sevens, bro. Oh, is that that shit, bro? the twenty ones, dude. Yeah, twenty one, bro. So you go seven, like I don't know, like partial reps or whatever. Yeah, it's like forty five degrees, and then you go to like ninety, and you go all the way, oh, right? Okay. And man. That shit was awesome. Yeah, <laughs> I need to go back on that. And it gives you a badass pop. It does. It you does. Know what and I mean? then, like, you don't need to use, like, again, like, heavy weight to make it burn. Like, 20, 25 pounds on, on the whole bar, though. Yeah, like, bro. Not on each side. Like, the whole thing weighs 20 to 25 pounds, yeah. and, and you go for your tempo there. So, that's one way to balance out the body, and but just another way to train to reduce the stress amount on the body, right? Because exactly. if we're hitting high intensity, like, all the time, then it's okay to have a full day of accessory work. Like, a full day. Yeah, man. That's cool, man. Go to the strong room, do your thing. Body's not feeling like the... 
the the intensity okay well do the class maybe come down on the recommended weight a little bit and maybe don't worry about moving as fast yeah and then after you get done with the class workout like hit some accessory like whatever you want to do but it's better than not moving exactly you know? man getting a pump sometimes is good bro yeah go in there get a good pump to get some get some blood flowing through the muscles and stuff like that especially those smaller group ones that we talked mm -hmm. about you know yeah man i i came in today like thinking about do i want to get a pump but then i started moving around and i was like now nah, i'm gonna snatch okay, right? <laughs> oh, good. and then i did like handstand push-ups and shit so like yeah, i man. don't get a lot of time to train like the way that i usually do like real like wad after wad like i'll usually do like two or three in a row um Today I got that chance, so I did back-to-back -back wads, like, real quick. So, yeah, bro. Um, I didn't do any accessory. My accessory today was stretch afterwards. There right? we so go. Flexibility is also an accessory piece. Um, yeah. So, like, you wear an outfit, right? You got a fucking shirt. got your, your fucking pants. got your shoes. All those are accessory pieces, right? It's the same <laughs> shit with working out. Homie. Yeah, man. You got your main wad. You got your lifting. But you also got the, uh, the stretching. You got the recovery. You know, you got your accessory work over here. So put it all together, man. All the little good. sexy things that make you look like a big ball of sexiness, bro. Sexier. <laughs> all of it, man. <laughs> I love cool, it, man. man. No, bro. I, dude, you great. You, you had some good info on accessory work, bro. And I kind of like the little plan that you laid now, dude. You know what I mean? That way it's not. It doesn't have to be excessive, dude. And then just consistently doing that stuff. Change up the exercises from week to week and stuff like that. And bam, you got your stuff there, you know? Yeah. So, but I do see a lot more people using Bob Strongroom now, man, which is cool, bro, yeah. you know? So, and keep I, uh, using Bob Strongroom, man. Yeah, keep man, we'll keep it. trying to get some new toys and stuff like that, bro. I, uh, that, that was some good talk, man. I, uh, I kind of want to want to mention some stuff real quick and kind of close it out with this, dude. And, and it kind of take, takes us back to the first thing we kind of spoke about, you know, it's, uh, like we're, I, I, I think we're forced dude, to do uncomfortable things every day, bro, at some point, you know I mean? Like, just like I said, I'm going to give you the example of l looking in your fridge and you have eggs there, but then you got a Jimmy Dean biscuit. Who? Microwavable. What are you going to choose, dude? Eggs. And the easiest thing <laughs> to do, bro, the easiest thing to do, and it's the stupidest example, but... Those are those uncomfortable things where those are you got to train your mind to say, fuck Jimmy Dean. You know, <laughs> I'm going with the real shit, bro. I'm going with the eggs. You know what I mean? Yes, dude. Yeah. Yes, dude. You know what I mean? It's those small ass decisions that fuck you up. Yeah. So like me, I'm, I'm hiding everything, man. Yeah. You know? Hide out it, sight, bro. Out of mind. Lock it up, don't dude. don't buy it. Yeah, man. So and be brave, man. You know what I mean. Being brave, being courageous in your choices and the things you want to do in life, because we're the ones that are responsible for getting to that end point where we want to go to. You know what I mean? Yeah. As far as our goals and our aspirations are and stuff. You know what I mean? Like for example, bro. For us, man, and our our fucking five a.m. group, bro. Those guys, dude, are brave, bro. I'm sure the bed every morning when that alarm goes off at four a.m., dude. Oh, it feels great, bro. It feels good, especially on those cold days that. Oh that are ahead right mm -hmm. but it it takes it takes balls bro to get out of bed at that time dude and show up to the gym and the easiest thing the comfortable thing to do is oh, i just go to sleep Snooze. you know what i mean but they already know if i go work out i'm gonna feel great after i get done dude maybe you not know. waking up and you're kind of stumbling around the house and shit like that but after you're done you sweat 
Everyone's in a fucking good mood, bro. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. So, You're so right, bro. You're so right. Yeah, man. Oh, yeah, dude. Well, good talk, man. So we'll do it again. Next Wednesday, we'll be tipping over the 2-5. Going into episode 26. Man, I'm excited. We'll see what it brings. Appreciate you, brother. Appreciate you all, guys. Y'all take care. Later, y'all.